What's good, my loves? So this podcast is for my young divine feminines. I would say from, you need to know this stuff from like the age of 16 so that it's in your mind and you can always refer back to it. Um, I want you to listen to this video, but here's here's what I think part of what I'm doing with this video. You can start to understand why people... Um, do these things and why they say those things and so you're also looking at the age bracket so I'm not going to do a lot of talking because I want you to listen to the video and and understand the pathology behind it um but I have to protect my voice too so the thing with this guy is I used to follow him um because he's into he's into forex and so it's really nice to see him do a come up and understand how to make his money and so he was with this girl for a long time like I remember he would be doing his videos and she'd be calling and he was a little I'm not gonna lie he would be gaslighting the like tf out of her he would be nasty with her um but it's one of those things where I think that men um have an idea of what quote-unquote masculinity looks like um so uh what's important to take away from here is so his money went up so when I made a, a YouTube video, I don't remember if it, I'm in a YouTube video, a um, podcast talking about the man that he really wants is after a hundred thousand, the man, y'all, I'm, I'm sleepy. I just woke up, but the woman he really wants comes after a hundred thousand. So he was with her for a long time and she was good enough, but then he started to feel himself and be around people and the women started to throw themselves at him. So he decided to chuck the deuces. So the funny thing is, um, after the heartbreak comes the red pill kind of talking points, like facts on facts. So I know he felt some kind of way. No one really wants to go through a broken relationship, but when you start to look at his age and level of accomplishment, and we'll talk about this type of stuff too, because I think every um, man and woman should be making at least six figures a month, a, a, a month would be awesome, a year, right? Um, and so um, one of the things that I'm, I'm paying attention to is people's concern when they say you should be happy with 40 and 50,000 is character. So one of the phrases I've seen is income does not equal character. And you can see that when you listen to this guy. So I think that as I'm engaging with divine masculines and kind of helping you to identify what that looks like. And this is, this was important for me too, right? I have talked about my experience with high earners, but it doesn't necessarily mean high, um, high character, right? And so you see him referring to what a quote-unquote high value man is but what he's actually referring to is a high earner so for those of you who are young I would say he's about I would say he's around 29 I could be wrong but when you when you are dealing with a high earner around that age age and we talk about going into the first date you have to give zero f's like Ask all the questions that you need to and and be able to identify for what it is. So with him, you ask him when was his last relationship and he might tell you like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. When he says those semantics, believe him. I have a short, uh, I think it's like a 30 second. No, I think it's like a two minute um, 
podcast where I, I play a clip of two men and they're talking about how can I get in her pants without having to um, commit to her and they and so they he, he said just tell me you're not ready for a relationship right now and they start to laugh about the semantics and he's like yeah once you smash it you can always dash because you can always tell her that you weren't ready for a relationship right now but part of it unfortunately is we have egos and we think that we're going to be the exception and we're going to be you know we're going to be able to because we're divine that we're going to be they're going to see our value and that we're loving and we're not comic and toxic right um i also want to pay want you to pay attention if this person is just looking for qual quantity over quality it's, it's it takes you right back to that um um I had done a podcast on this one too, but and I'm referring to older podcasts because I want you to understand that it's going to take you a little bit of time. Don't be so quick to rush into these um, relationships, but I'm saying that all of this to say is this wave that we're in, and if it's, and if it's younger, you know, women start to follow the breadcrumbs and start to put the pieces together. Um, but, but I'm not trying to, yeah, because some people, but let me not worry about that. So, but um, he has like a, he's going to have a lot of women around, but it goes back to the Casio versus Rolex experience, right? So he, he makes a lot of money, but he's still trying to shop at Walmart. He's still trying to go to Walmart where there's a whole bunch of cheap watches and you can throw those things away and you can discard them and you can literally, he's literally talking about running through people and then this is one of the things too, when you talk about high value, high value is not going to be trying to sleep and holler at your friends. Like that's just straight up disrespectful. Yo, that's fucking disrespectful. I want to like F him. This, this video is dedicated to you because yeah. So you need to just be careful with that kind of stuff. When he tells you that, um, um, you know, you want to bring your friends type of thing. And it's, and it's crazy too, because you want to have, when I was talking earlier about protection and safety principles and that type of thing. You want to go on a double date. You want to have a friend with you. But, and, and the thing is because they're so young, you don't know this stuff yet. And you don't even know who a good friend to you is. You know, you think that you're 19 and I put 16 because this is the type of stuff I sit down with my niece with. Cause What's happening is I noticed um, that the the sexual exploitation is going through the roof. And as a collective, there are, I call it cigar lounge conversations, but they're starting to talk about going for younger women and pushing the boundary. There was a time when it would used to be 25. I remember when men said they would go for a woman that was 25 and now they're pushing the boundary down to 18, 19. And so that means that there are pushing the, 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 the barrier down to like, you know, 17, 16. Even when you look at Kobe Bryant, his that Vanessa was 16 when she met him. Vanessa was 16 years old when she met him. You know what I'm saying? So they're cross, they're violating all kinds of lines to the point where it's like sexual exploitation. And I had also talked about how, um, I'm going to go ahead and say it here, but when you look at the Fresh and Fit podcast, um, you look at the demographics of who they hand select. Those women do not have quote unquote degrees. They don't understand critical thinking. Um, they haven't experienced certain situations or, or able to really articulate themselves or 
to understand like the game that's being run on them, right? And so it takes them it, it takes a couple of times for you to kind of understand what you're dealing with. Um so but again with with them you see a whole bunch of women around them and they quote unquote seem to have money. I you know the funny thing is that no one no one has ever really checked their papers to really see that they're making a lot of money but what happens is visually it's like you see they have followers you equate that to fight to income you see that they live in a little one-bedroom apartment or you know whatnot think that means that they have money they have visibility right but again when I was talking about high value it's like you start to pay attention to the to the lifestyle like I, I um was there anything else I wanted to say? Because I really need to protect my voice. But I think listen to it. Listen to the pathology. I would say the biggest thing is when you see a high earner and you see him in this young age. Oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to say. You're going to ask him when his last relationship it is. And he's going to say, well, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. OK, cool, cool, cool. That's when you start to kind of like friend zone him because you already know he's trying to play games. Then. The thing with him is he's been out of a relationship, I would say maybe now for about six months, and he's, he's he loves the lifestyle, right? All right, cool. This is my thing. There's women who want to smash and dash and pump and dump. There are women who like that, right? If you're not one of those women, you need to understand what they sound like so you don't end up in that in that um, category with them, right? Um, because he makes, you know, you start to, if you had sit back and listen to him or you, you find that he's a YouTuber and you watch his content, you would have been like, okay, I just dodged the major bullet. If that's not what you're looking for. Um, I don't know that I have any advice for a quote unquote divine feminine who's part of the smash and dash culture. Um, so, um, I wanted to, to address that. Um, so you would have to dig down and drill a little bit and ask him what's the longest relationship he's been in, because then that that's where oh girl is going to come up. And that's where you're going to hear that he was with her for five years, you know, four years. And so he's going through a, a phase in his life where he's he's still resentful that that relationship didn't work. And so then now that's why he's starting to treat every woman that comes across his path like an H and a B and all like saying that they don't have value and just running through them because he's, you know, I've, I've said it before, the quickest way for you to turn into a red pill into MGTOW men going their own way and to start to get toxic with women is right after heartbreak. And this is, this is, um, case scenario. That's like exhibit a right there. That's exhibit a. And so, um, I think I want to just address the, the, my push for you to get Oh, I wanted to just another thing too. When I say 16, I'm not encouraging 16 year olds to be out here, you know, dating like these older men. It's so funny to me because you start to to watch the evolution of conversations and I could even go for, you know, you start to learn to deal with the the, the nuances, you know, um, somebody dating 10 years up or 10 years down. But what happened is you have men who are, like I said, the sexual exploitation within the last 24 months, I don't know what it is. I think a little bit of it is just, um, it is, it's just unfortunate. It's sad. So then when you're, when you, you start to learn that you have to narrow down and identify and really create a list of what a quality value man is, because 
um, you can go watch some of these dating commentary stuff. And the man is 50 years old. He's fat as fuck, right? Missing teeth, wearing a t-shirt in a dingy location. And, but he wants to date a 19-year-old. His children are in their 20s and 30s, and he wants to date 19. And he thinks that, you know, he don't even have a, a current phone, but he wants to tell you, you know. And so I'm saying all of this to say is that there's predators out there. And one of the things we talked about last year was sheep get ate, you know. So I would prefer you can engage with the content, you recognize what the game is, what it sounds like. And so by the time you're 19, you know, I would imagine if, if, but I imagine for some women, you're planning to go to, to college. And so you meet this type of a person and he'll try to run this type of game on you like, oh, let me take you for a milkshake in my Lamborghini. Right? Right? Let me meet you at Starbucks. Hey, this is, I'm telling you, right? let's just say yeah (laughs) but um so so but then I want to encourage you to ask the critical questions and and so then it this is really an example of somebody who when they tell you they wanted to do that kind of a thing where they just want to flex and and show you visible without really showing up that that he's just showing you to play with you you know what I'm saying? So he thinks that he can just take you to a, um, you, you understand the psychology behind it because the thing is, are you going to have fun on that date? Hell yeah. Are you going to have fun in the car? Yeah. But he, you wasn't nothing to him, but a G thing baby. Like he's going to just try to impress you with something. It's, it's kind of, we're going to um, address the, the, the psychology behind it because it's crazy, you know, um, And it's just a game being run. And, you know, if life is a game and let's be the chess, you know, play chess and be strategic and learn to identify what's toxic and what's low vibrational. You know, I feel like, like I said, there's women out there that would love to just have the experience of saying that they slept with him. If that's what they're into, then by all means, if anything, it's going to drive traffic to him. Right. Cool. But if you're the type of girl that you want you know, one, I, I, I cannot stress this enough. Part of what I do is I know what it's like to go through the, through the heartbreak. I, I know what it's like to be the option. In the last two relationships, I caught them cheating. So And, and so they were willing to just keep things going along. And, and it's, it's sad, but it is what it is. They were um, kind of feeling out. I feel like with both, there were times where I could tell that they, you know, I'll just say it for what it is. I could tell that they liked me but it was like if they hadn't made their decision yet, right? And I didn't understand game being run, right? So they were exercising me as an option and I was coming to the table with my heart and enjoying the companionship and thinking that I was having a relationship. But it, when you look back at it, it's like if I had understood this concept a little bit more, I would have understood it was game from day one. I remember... By the time I got to my last boyfriend, he came with the whole, the nice car, dressed nice, smelling nice. And he always, always, he always 
you know, made sure to, to like, sometimes he'd be coming from late and he'd be like dressed nice, smelling nice, whatever, what have you. But it was the whole, and, and at that point, like I said, I had already seen guys try to flex with me on the car type of thing. I think his saving grace was, um, we had had great conversations, um, that were on a spiritual level. There was only one person that in my whole life up until that point, you know, that, was able to to ride with me at that level but I remember he had handed me the keys to his car and I'm like oh man I remember feeling like I was like he wants to run game on me like I've seen these type of I've sat in these type of cars <laughs> like I, listen I have my own what are you talking about like you know I, 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 I do remember that moment I was like he handed me the car, keys to the car and I was like, oh, no, but please don't tell me it's another type of those those type of guys. So I was like, okay, you know, handed it, the keys back to him, you know, that type of thing. And so, but I think that, um, let me try to close this out and try to really, because sometimes I, I get off of here and I'm like, did I get the point across? Listen to the psychology, pay attention to his age, the high earning versus the high value. I talked a little bit about character. I think that you need to understand this from earlier, especially if you're going to be, you know, there's the sexual exploitation. They're pushing the boundaries to get younger, paying attention to, you know, are they going for quantity over quality? Um, If they're trying to trying to give you little to nothing for for what's really important to you protect your heart don't be so f- fast to fall in love with with what you know they're showing you cuz it's it's a hustle and this is a great this is exhibit a um after the heartbreak and i gave you a couple of questions to ask um when was your last relationship and what is your longest relationship would be stuff that you want to ask them on a date and then now you can start to sniff out where the the rat is because like I said, he's going to tell you I was in a relationship for six years and you can, if you want to at that point, because at this point you give zero Fs and you just need to know what it is. If he starts to tell you, you know, he's going to give you insight into why things broke up, but you're also going to be looking at the bigger picture was, okay, you were with her for six years. You just started to make a lot of money in forks because he's going to tell you like, that's one of the thing about quote unquote, how they love to brag. I'm here for it. I love a man with swag. I love a man that he be telling you everything he's doing. I'm here for it. Like, as opposed to a Dusty who hasn't done anything, like if I had to choose between the two, I would sit and listen to you tell me about how you're running your business, growing your website, growing, you know, killing it in the Forex game, trading in investments, that type of thing. I would prefer that. Now, you're going to have to, I already, I'm already telling you, some people are going to lie. Oh, but what I'm saying is, you know, you're going to start to notice that, okay, you were with her for six years, and this is around the time that you started to make X amount of income that would put you in the category of high value, and now you started to exercise your high, your um, your your options, create some tension in the relationship, you're not trying to marry her, so you've, you've made the income that you need to in order to have a family, right? And so at that point, they would either marry that person um, but what happens is they start to feel themselves. Now you're starting to get a lot of women around you. Now you see how easy it is for them to throw stuff at you. So now you decide to exercise. And so, yeah, he can still, you know, I think that with men, they don't really address 
um, it that you know, a breakup hurts, even if you're the one doing the breakup. So he's still, like I said, I think it's been maybe six months, could be close to a year, and he still kind of feels some way because that was a long relationship for him, right? And so, but now he's just gonna smash through everyone and run through everyone, you know, and he's very much definitely just about um, quality, quantity quantity so he's really smashing every and everything and like y'all already know I I get like low-key grossed out because it's like okay at that point we still have like herpes is still a thing STDs are still a thing HIV in the black community is like at freaking all all all-time highs if you if you (laughs) go look at the um HIV stats for for black men why am i saying black men because who are black men sleeping with that's what you need to pay attention to it's gonna be you boo if they have high hiv rates that means guess who's gonna be close behind it black women that stuff is still real you know um i'm talking 3d vibe low vibrational type of stuff like when you start to get into the divine stuff and you start to understand, like, do you understand that when you exchange in sex with somebody and it's raw, do you understand that you exchange epithelials? And when they, when you talk about sacred energy exchanges, there's an exchange. And even with the epithelials, do you take on the genetic, like, um, DNA of that person? Yo, listen, I'm already like, there's conditions where thankfully, thankfully, there was a time I used to complain about it, but my parents were really protective about me dating, right? Um, I think given that the way that my heart is, it actually worked in my favor. And then once I started to understand the game even more, you mean to tell me that I'm going to sleep with you? And even with kissing, you guys, when I when I read the research for myself, and you exchange, and it becomes a part of your makeup, and when you talk about having children and you you have the makeup of this person that you had, that you kissed, my, like, the, don't even take me to divine. Don't even take me to higher vibrational. Don't even take me into the, into the, into spiritual realm. Some of these things are energy exchange. Some of them are not sacred energy exchange. You start to take on. And so the person that you kissed that person becomes a part of you, literally. And now, when you talk about pre-create, uh, procreating and epigenetics, right? I've talked a little bit harsh language about don't date bastards. It's the reason I say that, right? And I'm going to have to redo that podcast with a little bit nicer language. But the reason is because there's I, I talk about this guy all the time, but he's a prototype but if, when you when you recognize a prototype, you recognize you start to see it everywhere around you who falls into that category. His dad um, basically pumped and dumped his mom. He didn't grow up with his dad, and sometimes you can hear the resentment. And so, but the funny thing is, it comes so naturally to him. He'll be telling you about how many women he smashed. The pump and dump is so natural to him, but he doesn't recognize it. Like he's not awake. He's he's um, basically like at vegetable and no, like animal level because um when you talk about the wells of abundance there's plant there's animal and then there's human being and then there's low vibrational and then you work your way up to the seventh plane right so he's still in his animal phase where part of his epigenetics epi- listen 
you start to study epigenetics, you start to pay attention to um, if if their parents were not in the home, especially for men, he doesn't and he's not going to know what a father looks like. He's not going to know what a husband looks like. And you want to play Russian roulette and try to decide that you're the sweet, charming, loving princess that's going to change his heart. No, boo-boo. So I say all of that to say is look at the patterns. You know, you're going to be 19 coming out of a college. You think that he's talking to you, but then he asks you to bring all his friends. I'm going to tell you, take your friend for safety. I talked a little bit about, a little bit about, you know, when you're still in high school, you're still figuring out who your friends are. Unfortunately, thankfully, and this is so cool because I think that you don't have to go through things to have to learn the experiences, but I've heard of women who will either set you up or put stuff in your drinks and or leave and abandon you at these places. And then now you end up getting, you know, into situations where, where you could be taken even more advantage of or exploited, right? So, but by the time you're getting into, into you know, 19, early 20s, I'm hoping that you will have fostered the friendships where they are looking out for you, asking the critical questions. Sometimes, you know, how cool would it be for you to have that one friend, good cop, bad cop? I, I, I love it. I'm so ad-libbing. I thought this was going to be a couple of minutes. But how cool would it be for you to go on a date and you are allowed to be? And that's why family is so important. And that's why it's so important for you to bring these people to to but the thing is I don't see I don't see moms and dads talking to the, the men like this like they really ought to vet them but right because if anybody has that type of knowledge it should be your mom and your dad and your cousins and your not your cousins like older cousins or like your aunts and uncles or older women that can help you but if you show up and you get to be pretty and you have your friend grill them and ask them all the questions, yeah, they're going to feel some kind of way to her. But when you start to see that they're mean and nasty with her for asking questions too, that's a red flag. Like now you, now you start to understand it and they can't even respect that that's your friend. So they're going to be nasty with her or say they don't like her and that type of thing. But you run the game on them. You show up, you be pretty. You allow them to ask, when was your last relationship? What is the longest relationship? Why did you guys break up? Why you have so many girls around you? Blah, blah, blah. Go in. Let your friend go in. And sometimes that means you're going to be the friend and you're going to ask those questions. And sometimes, sometimes you're going to get to that point where you they do take you on the nice date and you're going to have to know how to ask those questions for yourself and how, you know, to ask them and how to ask them. And that's where the emotional intelligence comes up. And that's what part of your youth is, right? But give yourself the time to fall in love. Give yourself the time, you know, protect your heart. I think as I close out here, I'm just going back to the essence. I have maxims for what I want. And as an Oracle, is it true? Two, how can I get my, you know, the women and the men who listen to me to go for the best candidate, right? And so that means that you kind of have to have a visual scenario. And this is this is exhibit A of what to avoid. So at the core essence, when I'm closing out, why am I doing this? Because I know what it's like to, to go through the heartbreak. It's one of the worst things I wouldn't wish. I actually probably would wish it on my worst enemy. But it's funny, I have a very short list. And I've been so long out of the workforce that at this point, it's, it's just one person, one or two people on there, but that's because they, they mess with my finances. Like you play with my money now, you, you and I have problems, right? But it is, it's a short list, right? Um, but yeah, so at the core, at the essence is like, if I can help you avoid the heartbreak, if you want a real relationship, 
I want to show you some things, some some uh, pit holds to avoid, and um, and and are, you know, are you going to still experience some for yourself? Yes, you know, but if you can understand this from early, from early on, you know, while everybody else is is and you know in those type of situations too, right? Because you can't go to an environment where it's a whole bunch of women or what they call females, right? And everything's all hanging out. You already kind of know what environment that is. Because even for the older folks, we're starting to identify, you know, there's there's a separation of the wheat from the tears. I don't identify with ratchet women and never been attracted to dusty men or um, gangsters or anything like that. So... You pay attention to the environment, you start to take inventory of what that environment brings, and you start to, to put yourself in situations where it's classier people, right? Where it's quality people over quantity. You go to a golf course, it's quality people, it's, it's, it's a little bit higher grade, right? It's a little bit higher grade, you still got to screen them, you still got to vet them. And don't feel bad, that vetting process takes time. There are young, older women, you know, that are starting to figure out the formula and that type of thing. So give yourself time. But I would say protect your heart at all times, start to take inventory of what's around you, start to understand how people move, the things that they say, and, you know, be able to distinguish between the sheep and the goat, the the um you know wolves in 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 sheep clothing the fox versus the wolf um Malcolm X had talked a little bit about the the fox I mean the the fox and the wolf and how they move different understand that at the end of the day I'm gonna close out with this I don't think you understand how valuable especially for women you are people are out here lying scheming scamming doing all kinds of things to be able to, to get something that's valuable from you. So you leverage that and you understand your value and your worth and you protect that. Okay. So I am your Oracle until the next podcast. Peace.